0: Welcome to another episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we are discussing Billie Eilish and queer baiting, and we're also going to tell you some of our favorite queer representations in TV shows. If you are ready to get into these snacks, crack open the pantry door and let's get into it.
1: Scabada da da, the and she and me, Felicia, and my name is Courtney. This is our podcast, and it's called Overheard in the Pantry, and we're besties. Twiddle a dee dee. Hey, mm. gal.
0: Hello, Courtney.
1: <laughs> How's it going? <laughs>
0: It's going well. You know, it's been a minute since we've spoken because we recorded a few episodes early um, and I had a little staycation last week.
1: T, the last one we recorded before this one was Lee's, right? Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this and you missed our little Kiki with Lily from uh, The Circle, my good Judy, my Kardashian darling, Please check that out after this because he's truly a stellar soul, if you will.
0: He is. He's so precious. I love him.
1: Oh, shout out to Lee. Lee probably listening right now. Hey, Lee.
0: Hello, <laughs> Lee. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Lee. Um, but yeah, so it's been a minute since we've caught up. Since I've got to ask you, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like when we go a week without talking to each other, it's years.
1: I agree. I mean, we basically had the podcast before this recording because we were getting caught up, uh, the raw version girl. Right. Before we stepped to the mic.
0: (laughs) Right. I know we've literally been talking for like two hours.
1: Y'all can't hear all that. (laughs) Just catch it um, up. Y'all can hear some of this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so how, how you been Courtney? What's been going on?
1: Girl. I've been out of the house too damn much. Um, just to keep it real in the best way possible. Um, because my complaint, my internal complaint was that I had no friends physically out here that go out all of the time socially. Um, so it is very different to physically have friends in my town that go out like multiple times throughout the week, whether it's just like, and when I say going out, I don't mean like um like to the club always. I enjoy just going to like happy hour or like just getting lunch mm-hmm. um because you know my ass be in the house so i would say since we last spoke i've been getting a lot of fresh air mm. and la is opening la is open yeah. officially at the time that we're recording this so like people yeah. are like y'all if you are not in la you're just know that the people are running buck wild girl they're running out naked in the street they ain't got no mask on bare face to the wind they screaming if you ask them to put the mask on it's very uh, it's chaos it's mayhem it's beautiful it's liberation
0: it's (laughs) it's summer 2021 happy pride happy
1: motherfucking pride (laughs) shake your tits and be proud about it
0: (laughs) well um i am glad you're getting out and, and, and seeing a little bit of uh of la this summer
1: Yeah, because honestly, Felicia, since I've lived here, I've basically been in my house. Um,
0: (laughs) I feel like, didn't you tweet something about, like, you've seen more of LA in the past three months or something? That's what made me think of that.
1: It's the truth. So for context, I tweeted something to the effect of, like, I've seen more of LA, like, I've lived in LA five years, but I've seen more of my own town in the past, like, six months or so than i have since moving here and it's because um, i have fortunately friends that are always on the move and they are nice enough to include me on their plans um and we make plans together now um so it is nice to just like see other places outside of my own town like girl i was out in glendale uh last week girl at the americana girl yeah, some clothes, doing a little shopping girl out in uh, Glendale girl, It's beautiful over there shout out to y'all if you live out there in Glendale um but I don't be going over there to be honest I don't I didn't really have a reason to so it's been nice to just see it's weird to think that I've lived here for so long half a decade at this point and there's so much of LA that I haven't seen
0: yeah it's weird because whenever you like live somewhere you just get used to that environment and you like don't like remember or even think about what it's like to like not see it every day um because so during my staycation, um our friend David came and visited me and like just taking him around places here and him seeing it for the first time and me being like oh wow he's never seen cows on the side of the road like you know stuff like that that is like normal to me and I wouldn't think anything of it um so that kind of sounds like what what you're doing too you're kind of seeing new parts of LA that you may have not noticed before
1: it's like a whole new (laughs) Truly. so it's been nice um I went to this fashion show recently um out in Bel Air I was invited to And that was very different and cool and neat. Um, You know me, girl. I feel awkward in places. So like (laughs) I walked, I always like walk in and I feel like a spectator. I don't know how to describe it. Like I feel like I'm there, but I'm not there. Uh Um, And I'm just there invisible and watching everything that's happening. And it was really nice to kind of be around a community of people that are just passionate about Aesthetic and fashion, and the money was like going to a cause. It was like a fundraiser as well.
0: That's really cool. I love that you got to go and experience that because I know you have like such a big interest in fashion.
1: T, I actually almost went to fashion school. For the, yeah. if you're listening for the first time, I actually was supposed to go to them but girl, they were trying to take my arm and my leg mm-hmm. um, for that tuition, so she did not happen. But I mean, it's nice that in small ways things have kind of come full circle because mm-hmm. I'm working on clothes right now. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. And plus another area of LA, I guess, I've never been in was Bel Air.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, to like get out of like me and my boyfriend went together and we took an Uber. And it was just like this big ass mansion, Felicia, like huge, like beautiful views. It was incredible. Um, I just wish it weren't as hot girl cause it was hot girl. yeah hot that day.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds so pretty. We'll have to we'll have to go out there next time I come out there.
1: Girl, wait until you come back out here. You're going to be sick of our asses going places. You're going to be like, bitch, what happened to the glamorous section? I said, Felicia, there are happy hours to get to. Girl, you remember that pretzel on my Instagram story, girl? We got to go to the Phoenix, oh, girl.
0: Yeah, I want that pretzel. I saw some pretzel that you posted on your Instagram story, and I was like, I want this right now. You know I love a good pretzel, Courtney, Miss Auntie
1: Me and my good Judy Madison Hill went to happy hour, and she was like, we need to get the pretzel. And I didn't really understand why it was such a necessity Um, until i tore that first piece off and dipped her into that cheese girl
0: oh stop it i want one right now
1: (laughs) it was i'm not gonna lie it was banging i definitely am gonna make sure that you and i um Mm. take a take a cute uber girl over there um and have a good phoenix moment because that was like a really chill it reminded me of kind of like my hometown Uh bars a little bit it's like not shishi or anything like that it's just like come get wings come get a big ass uh like pretzel or whatever and like the cocktails were made really well
0: Mm. we'll go there we'll go there
1: the phoenix call i don't know (laughs) if that's what a phoenix sounds like that's like a crow
0: so um we also lord is back lord has risen
1: girl i didn't realize i put this on the our list of topics because i just couldn't remember if we had spoken about it Mm.
0: um no but we had it we had not she's she's back bitch we are not in the dark anymore we are in the i'm i'm just happy to have new music from the lord
1: same that's how i feel and i'm glad that it's something different
0: Mm -hmm. it's i don't want
1: to i don't want to do my makeup in someone else's car anymore for the second time you know (laughs) right
0: right um it's it's not like obviously anything compared to melodrama well, but, we don't
1: know. Th- we don't know that yet.
0: But it's a different. It's it seems like it's a different style, you know. So, mm. it's just more upbeat. It's not, um, you know, slow like dramatic. And uh, I like it. I've been listening.
1: I've been streaming. Solar, solar, and she looks great solar. in the music video. She looks happy to me. Yeah, that's what I liked. Um, and what I picked up on. I like Lord. Um. And I like that song. I wasn't expecting that sonically from her, that a kind of like Colby Calais type of vibe, like mm-hmm. chilling on an island type of vibe. But I'm here for it. It makes me, and not to take away from Lord in any way at all, but it brought me to a place of, well, shit, if this is what Lord is giving, what is Adele going to give? Mm-hmm. You know, because even Billy kind of came back with something a little bit different. How are we feeling about Billy today?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I wasn't even thinking about her ass at all, but while we're here, do we want to talk about her?
0: I don't know. Bill, that might have to be a whole episode on its own.
1: Cuz I don't want to upset the people. I don't I ain't mad at her. Yeah. I'm I'm confused.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm confused
1: about other people's I like that feelings. I called it. <laughs> Girl.
0: I called it. I literally texted you as soon as I saw the music video.
1: <laughs> I'm i have questions
0: so why don't we why don't we wait and see what else unfolds since the billy stuff right now is fresh
1: it's fresh and also girl just to keep it to allow people to know where we are in the timeline that we're recording this she is the her boyfriend is like apologizing Mm -hmm. for some homophobic tweets that done came out
0: yeah, so I didn't
1: even see the tweets yet.
0: I haven't either. I, it's happened so fast, um, and so much has developed and it's transformed and snowballed into like a million different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't have a problem. The, okay, as of today, June, <laughs> June the 17th, 2021, I do not have an issue with Billie Eilish. I do not like the fact that her boyfriend is so much fucking older than her because I do not like that. Shit.
1: How old's the boyfriend?
0: Uh, the boyfriend's like
1: our age. She's like thirty. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Um, and
0: she's like what? Seventeen? How old is she?
1: Eighteen. She's eighteen.
0: That's a big fucking age difference in life. An eighteen-year-old and a thirty-year-old. That's two. He's,
1: he's he's thirty. Thirty, like three zero. I or think he's. he's tw-
0: I think he's twenty-nine.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: That's a yeah, huge age difference. Yeah. I don't. I, I do not like that.
1: Not to even get into that yet. But just to say, I'd hung out with Jack from the show, um, and I personally could not see myself personally dating or even pursuing someone that was younger than his friends that were at his birthday dinner, mm-hmm. 20. 20 18 19 20 21 like you know what I mean yeah it's just so it's it's weird to me
0: it's different parts personally. of life like that's somebody yeah. that's like been graduated college for five years versus somebody that just graduated high school you know it's different stages mm-hmm. of life um when you're a bit older it doesn't really I don't think matter as much but just that so I do not like that as of today June 17th twenty twenty-one, and I also don't care if she says that she likes girls and she's not put a she's not publicly come out as anything. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't care.
1: Do you feel like her marketing is strategic? Like when that when that music video came out.
0: Mm, two weeks ago.
1: Two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Does she put that out? I'm curious if it was released during Pride Month.
0: I don't think so. I don't know. We'd have to look it up.
1: Mm. I think that optically it opens the door for people to question things. But, however... Billy doesn't have to disclose anything she doesn't want to disclose Mm -hmm. however when you optically lead people to believe something with no resolution I look at it look at it as well Billy you can't be upset if people are inquiring if you are Potentially putting the question out there with no answer. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? That does. Because make sense. you wait until this is just how I look at it. You wait until the beginning of Pride Month to put this video out. And it's you and your girls having fun, this, that, and the third. But I'm sure that Billy and her team are aware of how some of the public assumes her sexuality, which isn't her responsibility, but it is part of the conversation. Mm-hmm and then to proceed to put, what was it? The picture on Instagram where she said, I like girls, Uh which is fine, do whatever you want, but then do you expect people to not wonder what communities and values you have and are a part of? Like, I think it's fair for Billy to not disclose her sexuality, but I also don't fault people for wondering because optically and traditionally, stereotypically even, we would look at that as something, as part of gay culture or something that we optically we would look at as like, oh, well, she's gay or she likes girls even. We don't even have to put a label on it saying that she's gay, she likes women, but in what way? There will always be questions, but I feel like sometimes she fuels the questions.
0: You know, it's interesting because now I'm kind of thinking about it and I'm thinking about it through the lens of like someone her age Mm -hmm. and I feel like people and this is just observation that I've made from like watching things and like seeing things I feel like people in the younger generation don't put so much of a big deal on coming out and they just mm-hmm. do whatever they feel like doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like they, I, the the videos I see on TikTok and stuff, like they, they just are their sexuality. They don't like announce it. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that has something to do with what's going on. Not that I'm saying she is, you know, in the women, or anything like that, but I, whenever you were talking, that kind of made me think about that. I wonder if that has a role in all of this.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I don't, <clears throat> I don't fault Billy or people that are confused or demand answers. I don't think that it's fair to demand answers. She doesn't have to answer anything that she doesn't want to, but I do think that it is fair to be like oh well is she or is she not not saying you need to answer this girl but when you i think optically when you see a music video like that maybe this is me slipping into a traditional way of thinking even when i see when i see, if i were to see something like that and i were maybe more closed minded or maybe not as exposed to the lgbtq plus community i would look at that and say that that is something gay right mm-hmm. and then that coupled with the timing the top of pride month the i like girls maybe you're right maybe it's just billy saying well this is just who i am and now let's move on
0: instead of her like making a big like grand and an
1: Ellen, yep i'm gay moment
0: right like maybe that's just the new way of because co- i mean think about how jojo siwa came out
1: she said bitch
0: she lip-sing lady gaga's song yeah And then she posted a picture saying like best gay aunt or something, you know? So maybe that's just, maybe what we're seeing right now is the cusp of like the new way people or celebrities or whatever, the next generation, they, they're just, they are what they are and they don't feel the need to explain it.
1: Mm. That's interesting.
0: That's interesting because I agree with you. I, I don't fault people for like wondering, obviously, I mean, I texted you immediately. It was like, look at this, (laughs) Mm -hmm. kissing a girl in the or not kissing a girl, but like, it looks like he's kissing a girl in the video. Um, I don't fault people for questioning that, but I think what you said was important. It's demanding someone like explain their sexuality to you and like forcing someone out of the closet is like, not cool. Um, but it's, it's, of course, human nature, you're going to question it, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. She don't gotta do anything she don't wanna do, but right. I'm sure I would hope that she understands that people would have questions. And yeah, it doesn't I even mean, have to be like it doesn't even have to be like a negative finger pointing kind of question. It's just like, oh well girl, what's going on there, girl? Yeah. What's going on behind the eyelashes, eyelish?
0: yeah, there's no way she didn't she didn't anticipate that. Or I would hope that there would be no way she didn't anticipate that.
1: Oh, girl you know i know her ass anticipated
0: <laughs> but you know in the age of um posting a tiktok with sweater weather behind it and that's how people know you're by maybe this is how people are coming out now
1: girl do you because everyone's coming out journey is unique to them you so know? it'll be
0: interesting we'll have to see how it develops over the next week or so um, i'm curious and- and come back to that because i think we should definitely keep an eye on this topic especially with it being pregnant
1: we got our eyes on you billy
0: mm, we got our eyelashes peeled. we got
1: our eyelashes peeled yeah Miss mm. eyelash
0: i'll have to look up the age of her boyfriend but i'm pretty sure her boyfriend's 29 and she's like 19 or 18 i don't know it's some big it weirded me out whenever i saw it because it just makes me think of certain people and like Scott i know. That's like Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. We can't even. Yeah, I can't.
1: Yeah, you don't want to get in. Yeah. yeah.
0: God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we we came here today.
1: <laughs> we said we actually had a plot of today's episode.
0: We did.
1: But we started talking about Miss Billy girl. That's
0: all right. Um, we'll we'll like I said, we'll stay tuned on that story. Keep you all updated. Um, so we. We we love to talk about television shows on this here podcast, and um, with it being Pride Month, we thought that we would talk about some of our favorite queer representation in TV and movies. Do we have any movies on here? I think I put only TV shows. So uh, first off, are you excited about the Gossip Girl reunion thing on HBO? Or not yes, reunion, reboot. The
1: reboot, girl. Yeah. Yes, period. It feels like a whole complete new show. Um, I was a pretty big fan of the original for a while, even though I never finished it. Um, but this I definitely am gonna tune in to like from the start. Um, I feel like it captures the the same like energy, the same like kind of aesthetic, but it still feels fresh and new from what we've seen thus far. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited as fuck for it. Um they need to spin my wig
0: i'm excited too it's coming out i think in july right i can't mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know if it's going to come out like one episode a week or something but i cannot fucking wait to watch it it looks really good i love the people it, i don't know it seems like it's going to be a good cast i don't know it looks really good
1: they need to put that shit out all at once i'm uh, not playing with them they did that, that with that but i carly where they put three episodes out at one time and it just put the whole shit out
0: yeah just put it put all of it out um i love the hbo Max. App by the way that you got me hooked on. I mean, yes. that's what, and that's what Gossip Girl is going to be on, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl, Space Jam, Girl. There's a couple um things on there that I'm looking forward to off Miss HBO Max. She got the goods.
0: See, you you got me on there. I
1: ain't um, seen Cruella yet either. Is that on
0: HBO Max? Right? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I ain't seen Cruella.
1: Cruella. Girl, I need to pull up Miss Disney.
0: Yep, Cruella. Is, I haven't seen it either. Um, we'll have to watch that. I loved 101 Dalmatians.
1: I loved it because of Glenn Close. Mm. So who is it? It's Emma, right? Emma Stone. Emma Stone, girl, you better. Girl, (laughs) I'm hearing you did good work. So I'm going in (laughs) with my expectations up pretty high. I'm not going to lie. So if she's giving the gays what we want, then um, I'm ready. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see it. I'm excited. So... um, you texted me over the weekend or whenever this was, and you told me that I need to watch Hacks on HBO Max, which, like I said, I'm very thankful that I already had it because I was like, I am looking for something to watch. And as I was watching that show, that's what made me think of, oh, we should do an episode about our favorite representation and television shows because the main character here is Bi. And I was just saying a few weeks ago, like, I don't hardly ever see any bi characters so then it got me thinking okay well who have i seen
1: the bi aesthetic blows my mind so that's why when i was watching hacks i was so fucking excited um <laughs> to share it with you because i was i i just like don't understand like and i think that is the beauty of a show like this for people mm-hmm. that just like don't understand like you can explain it to me all damn day long but if i unless i see it like out in the wild, it's not gonna click for me. Uh-huh. So as soon as I was like watching this, I was like, hold on, <laughs> These, something, is, something is a little bit quirky here. Hang on. I was like really, pan- I was like, if this girl is bi, I am on the money. Cause I feel like it's giving something that Felicia would say a bisexual person might wear. Like uh-huh. I was just like really trying to focus in on that. Um, So I feel like my bi dar has um, definitely jumped up in experience points, which I'm proud of. Shout out to Hacks.
0: It's improved. I was impressed. Um oh, and Hacks, really good show. I know you haven't finished it yet, but 10 out of 10 would recommend.
1: Incredibly well written. Like I love every character on the show thus far.
0: It was really good. Um, So that that was kind of what what got me thinking about all this. How should we, should we like go back and forth, which we do. Girl, we can just go on down the list. Okay. So um another one of my favorite shows that has bi representation is The Good Place. You've not seen The Good Place, have you?
1: I have not. What is that?
0: So, well, speaking of gossip girl, we've got Miss Kristen on there. She's the main character. She plays the black guy. Yes.
1: I saw one episode.
0: Uh i love in heaven, right? the good place well maybe they're they're Ooh. in the good place um but there's also a bad place too Ooh. so mm, you have to watch the show to figure all that out but um so anyways so eleanor is a bisexual and it's not even really like a plot line of the show she just is if that makes sense um okay Like, it's not like it's ever even really talked about, but she talks about, like, how she likes girls, and then she, like, she likes guys, too, because she's dating a guy in the show. So, I really liked seeing that, and that was, like, I don't know, just one of the shows that I was watching whenever I was, like, coming to terms with my sexuality, and to, like, I don't know, just see a character just living her life by.
1: Or her afterlife. <laughs> Lisa, it's so funny. <laughs> just living her life by. Yeah,
0: just out there, <laughs> just doing her thing.
1: I love that for you, and like we, it people don't realize that like when you're not represented enough, it really is so transformative to see like even if it's just a TV character like live their life, like live their truth, which is also your truth a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. So shout out to it. The good, the good place. I might have to watch it more because I don't really remember. It was a while ago that I had watched that first episode.
0: It's another kind of easy watch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like it has that kind of quirky new girl-ish kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong?
0: Yeah, and you know I fucking love new girl.
1: Girl, we know you. Shout are out, new girl shout out, Megan
0: Fox. She's on there at some point, and you know she's by. So, <laughs> shout out in the show and in person
1: (laughs) does a good place have any emmys
0: you think the good place yeah yeah i feel like it's one of those
1: shows that would
0: yeah i'm sure it does
1: all right come on good place accolades
0: um so should i just go down the list
1: go down that list here
0: so one of the first um people that I saw on TV that was by was Callie Torres on Grey's Anatomy, bitch. You know, I love some oh, Grey's Lord. Anatomy. Yes, ma'am. Oh, you know, I love me some Grey's Anatomy. I ha- Grey's I- still
1: on, Felicia, right?
0: It is, but I haven't watched it because Grey's Anatomy triggers me, y'all, and I have to.
1: <laughs> you got to really, you got to I- do some shadow work before you sit yes. down and turn that shit on. Yeah, exactly. I, f- I feel that way, Felicia, in the most bitch way possible because you know me girl I only made it up to the goddamn bomb blew up so I I still am on the break so I I feel you (laughs) yes you know how long ago that shit was
0: (laughs) yeah I gotta I gotta space it out so it, it does still come on but I gotta space it out but Callie Torres um is a doctor on Grey's Anatomy and whenever we first meet her she comes on the show and she um starts dating this other guy who's a resident there and they actually end up getting married. Um, And then stuff, I don't remember what all goes down, but eventually um, this other, this female doctor joins the team. She comes on staff and Callie's like, "Mm, I like this bitch. So then she's like confused about what's going on. And then she realizes she's biased. So you get to kind of like see her journey, like, I don't know, just making sense of it. And then like trying to explain it to people. Cause I mean, this was like, this episode came out a long time ago, you know? So this was like new, you, you didn't see this on TV. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just thought it was cool to see that. Um, And then later see her on the show, date man again. So it's not like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I thought it was a cool. cool Do you feel like it was like
1: a real representation?
0: I do. Yeah. Cause again, it wasn't like her storyline. She did have a coming out storyline, but like after that, it was just what it is.
1: I like that. I like coming out storylines, of course, that, like, show the truth of what a hard coming out experience or whatever it can be like or how hard your life can be. But I do like the stories that treat, like, being gay or queer or bi or what have you like it's a normal thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, or it's not, like, something special. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she just, bi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, they mention it, like, just like we were saying, like, everyday life, you know? <laughs> It's like it is what it is, but it's not like the whole storyline of the character, you know,
1: like real life.
0: Right. Exactly. Speaking of real life, Courtney, you know, we got Degrassi on the damn list.
1: Period. Period. <laughs> Marco de motherfucking Del Rossi, the legend, the king, the icon. Uh,
0: you see what I wrote there?
1: Your mom's pasta sauce.
0: Pasta sauce, babe. Let's just
1: let's just say God bless um Shane Kipple for that iconic mm-hmm. lunch. Shane Kipple, if you're listening, I know you're not. I wish um, you were. Just know that the work that you even though this is literally about Marco, the work that you did as spinner changed my life changed my teenage years forever. <laughs> For uh, the way me and my mother hated you, bitch, for <laughs> what you did to Jimmy Brooks, bitch, when you had the de doo bang, bitch, mm, we'll never forget it. But um, we stand you, and you deserve it. Emmy. me, that's all. Mm.
0: Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Marco was my first ever like look at a, a gay person in, at all. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like I had never seen anyone in my hometown that was gay that I knew of like maybe I'm sure there were gay people and I just didn't know it but that was the first gay person I ever saw so th- shout out Degrassi
1: shut out, really
0: mm-hmm.
1: I love that I yeah. love Degrassi I feel like Marco for a lot of kids a lot of gay kids queer kids male female um non-binary what have you um I feel like Marco was like the idol for like a lot of us mm-hmm. um like he it was like it was like chill It like Marco like wasn't flamboyant but he wasn't like hyper masculine he was just like who he was Mm -hmm. and to see him go through everything that he went through with his family and like even with Dylan like I think back to like just like the first date I think it was with Dylan and the trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what to wear and like I just like relate so hard to that like even today and it's like I don't know I feel like there are a lot of role models for the LGBTQ plus community but I would say Marco is definitely one of my favorite fictional ones
0: I agree I mean like you say every I echo everything you just said I mean Marco was just he it's the first time I ever saw anyone come out it's the first time I ever saw anything like that because that wasn't in my bubble in my small little southern town um here in south carolina like that wasn't in my bubble so it was cool to like see that and and see that there were different people out there in the world
1: um i also want to say this is like real niche for the girls but i really 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 was upset that marco didn't get to date tim past like one episode i was sick he was cute i said they definitely would have lasted he really was the one to give dylan the run for his curls and his money girl um but tim lasted like one episode i couldn't believe it
0: i i agree (laughs) he was really cute he was cute he was so cute and then i mean degrassi just has such a good job like they do a really good job with like with their queer representation on the show. I mean, we had Paige and Uh, Alex, you know. (laughs) Stop, don't get into
1: lexicon of love, girl, because you know that's my episodes, girl.
0: Oh, and then, of course, we had um, Adam, who was trans. Oh,
1: that fucked my boyfriend's month up
0: and we had uh imogen who was pan i think and then i literally um,
1: forgot imogen existed wow oh, you really got the list girl i
0: do I, it's in my head it's all in my head and then we had miles who was our bisexual character and oh yeah. Ones. yeah now
1: girl now you can't skip over uh miss riley Oh, okay. Yes, Riley. Miss Riley with the with the Greek mom. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: Riley is non-binary, he was, right? He was,
1: he was a mess box. Mm. Was Riley really? Hang on, let me Google.
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of the, of somebody else.
1: Oh no, Riley was gay because Riley was trying to fake like he was in love with Fiona.
0: <gasps> oh my God! Yes, he was the football player. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the curly hair. Okay, I know who you're talking about.
1: Shout out to Riley. He sure was no marco he was something different for the boys and girls
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he, he had issues miss <laughs> viley <laughs> was pissed
0: but yeah i don't know i just i fucking love degrassi they have such a good array um of people obviously one of my other favorites is david rose on Shit's creek everybody fucking loves his character he's pan um and again they do a really good job of like having like one episode where like everyone's finding out he's pan and they're explaining what pan is this that and the other but then it's like okay well he hooked up with this girl and now he's married to this guy like you know it's just you know, everyday life real life
1: it's not a thing
0: It's not a thing it's pretty cool
1: how it should be
0: and then my last one is i just wanted to talk about i don't know how to say this but it's generation with a plus sign on yeah HBO girl generation on hbo Oh my gosh. I finally, I've had it on my watch list for a while and I finally watched it and I flew through the whole thing in one day. Really? Yes. It's so good. They literally like no one's fucking straight. I don't know if that's the whole point of the show, but no one's straight. Like we have, everyone's covered. Like the two, like the main girl is like hooking up with girls and guys. And then there's a guy and he's bi and they're, his sister's like, trying to say he's gay and he's like arguing and all i don't know it's just everybody's represented
1: damn they're going through it on this generation i need to check that one out because i also have it on my watch list but i just haven't gotten around to it you
0: do it's really good it's like i think i told you it was like a mix between like degrassi and euphoria
1: should it come back for a season two, Felicia?
0: 100%. What's your recommendation? I, I think that I think that they are putting like three more episodes out, like either this week or next week. So I'm excited about that.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Come on, generation.
0: So those are some of my favorite shows.
1: I have on mine uh Jack and Will from Will and Grace, because that was like for me the first gay show that was like this is a show about some gays on it Mm -hmm. it was the first one I ever watched um and it did a really good job at showing like the two quote unquote spec like the two sides of the spectrum in terms of like gay archetype like we had Jack who's really flamboyant and like what I pictured a lot of people in the 90s like thinking gay people were like mm-hmm. and then you had Will who was like not as flamboyant but a little bit and like he was like a lawyer, super successful and I don't know, I think the stories that they told on Will and Grace were important. Um I always I always I always felt like I connected to Jack and Will both equally in weird ways. Um and I was glad to have them as like fictional friends like growing up. I watched the fuck out of Will and Grace. Like that's gonna be like my granny show. Like when my kids are like, can you not? And I'm gonna be like, I'm watching my stories. It's gonna be Will and Grace.
0: Sorry, I had to mute because the fucking car blasting music um came flying by.
1: Great.
0: Um I have not seen Will and Grace.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? I've not we've been friends for how long and I've never showed you Will and Grace?
0: I think that this might be something that i need to binge this summer
1: my biggest failure as a friend i I, li- I literally show everybody will i think i just assumed you'd already seen it
0: <laughs> i um i'll i'll binge watch it this summer that'll be on my list of shows to binge watch because i need something like like that to binge watch you know like not like generation plus whatever
1: <laughs> you will literally see us uh-huh you will see us in Will and Grace. Okay. Like me, you, Ricky and David. I love that. Like I I like it is probably one of my I feel like I don't say this enough. Will and Grace is probably one of my favorite TV shows. Like oh. like I know like I know all the words. Like it's it's weird. Like season 4 of Will and Grace is like the greatest season of sitcom TV ever. Ooh, like it, okay. like I I'm it's, excited. it's the best. Yeah, you'll like it. You'll like it, Felicia. I can't believe it. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it. I, if oh, you showed it to if you've showed it to me, I must have been, you know, somewhere. Else. I must have been in a different dimension.
1: I don't think so. You know what it is? Remember. When you visit, probably, is when I take my Real Housewife comfort show. Like, I take my Will and Grace. I swap out my comfort shows. Because mm-hmm. when you're always around me, I'm always watching Real Housewives. Right. But I feel like when you're not, I always have Will and Grace on. Because that's my uh, other comfort show.
0: Uh, well,
1: it's I'm like going to put seasons. it on my list. Girl, you're going to love Jack. Know that. <laughs> Um, my other person that I want to talk about in terms of representation um, on TV, and I wanted to take a reality TV approach as well, was Christian Siriano on Project Runway. And I feel like he was important to me as a teenager because as a teenager, I feel like there was a lot of um, negative connotation associated with being effeminate and gay. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to me to see how incredibly an effortlessly talented Christian Siriano was watching season 4 of Project Runway and to just see him like be who he was like it didn't matter like how effeminate or how masculine he was he was just like always going to do his own thing and that is why um i just enjoyed watching him like i have the season on dvd it's the only season of project runway i have on dvd <laughs> and it's just because um what, like watching christian siriano just be confident and be like have that pride Mm -hmm. um I don't know it did something to me as a teenager I'm,
0: I'm sure it was really cool too because you had I mean you have such an interest in fashion and especially probably at that age when you were like looking you know what do I want to be when I grow up to like see see that
1: yeah he really had a huge impact on my life he's still my favorite fashion designer um and that's been since I was in like what the 11th grade I think it was um, so it's it's been a really long time. Shout out to him.
0: We got to get you to the fashion show,
1: girl. If I were ever able to attend a Christian Siriano fashion show, I don't think I'd be able to breathe. Like i like for real for like it's I gonna love happen. him. We're manifesting. We're manifesting. We're going to fashion happen. week. We're gonna go see Christian. <laughs> Christian, we're coming. And um, as far as the last one that I had on here, I just put all of the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Just because I think that before I started watching Drag Race, I had like, I don't know, like some weird thing against being a man and wearing makeup, I think. Mm -hmm. I always just like felt like it wasn't me or like it would never be me. And I think that through watching RuPaul's Drag Race, I became even more secure and comfortable in my sexuality and masculinity to want to put on makeup. Mm -hmm. and since the show has been out, obviously, for all these years, like, I've been able to come across and meet a bunch of them, and I've had so many good experiences. Um, I know they are not splashing at the pool. I'm sorry, Felicia. (laughs) Shut the hell up! Um, Since the show has come out, I've been able to, like, meet a bunch of them, and I've had a lot of really positive experiences, so I really feel like it was important to, like, include them on this list because, I mean, the club and the bar just ain't the same without the drag queens, mm-hmm. so we have to show them some love.
0: That's really cool. Um, I like that it helped you kind of, like you said, like, learn even more about your sexuality and, like, become more comfortable with yourself Um, by watching Drag Race. That's so cool.
1: Girl, Drag Race is it.
0: I've watched it with you guys, um, and I think I have watched some on my own, but um, it is quite a fun show. (laughs) It's quite a fun show.
1: You said it is quite a fun show.
0: It is. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, maybe I should add that to my list, too. You're, like, giving me some ideas to, like, start watching. I'm telling
1: you. Will and Grace, girl, I'm telling you. And, you know, I'll say this. Once you watch season one... Don't be afraid to like bop around. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, there's a there's a main storyline, of course, but there a lot of them are just kind of like one-offs. Mm-hmm. Like once you get the kind of the personalities down with Will and Grace, it's like, girl, you could turn on season five, episode six, and okay like,
0: that and still laugh. Okay. Yeah, it's like kind of like you. that.
1: But you'll know once you turn on the episode if there's like a storyline, you're like, wait, hold on.
0: Okay. What's going on
1: here? Girl, wag.
0: <laughs> I have um one last one that just came to me before we go. Y'all got to watch Cruel Summer on Hulu. Y'all got to watch it. Oh, I keep
1: seeing the girls talk about that on Twitter. You've What's she about?
0: You've got to. And it's on my list, on this specific list as well. Um, I'm not going to get all into it because I don't want to spoil stuff. But there is some queer representation on the show. So um, this is the one where it's filmed or not filmed, but it takes place in like three different years. So like 1995, 1994 and 1993. Mm-hmm. So you see like about the same, approximately like the same time each year and that same day. And it's about this girl who um, goes missing and she gets kidnapped and um, she says, you know, whenever they find her, she's like, well, this other girl came to the house and saw that I was kidnapped and didn't say anything. So it's basically like the story of that. Shit. And you get to see it from like the year they met and then the year she was kidnapped and then the year after she was out again. So it's really cool. There's a really crazy twist ending. It's all of season one is out on Hulu right now. Please, y'all gotta watch it.
1: Girl, you better promo.
0: I want to talk to somebody about it. (laughs) I feel like not enough people are talking about it
1: it's a cruiser now before we go taylor Taylor. where is 1989
0: hopefully by the time this podcast is out we have it.
1: you thinking that
0: that's what the swift is i don't know listen i'm just here for the ride
1: I'm also here somebody... for the ride, but the Swifties are getting me like, well, this hyped, is like, thing. we should have it already. And now <laughs> this... I'm feeling like, well, what the fuck's going on?
0: This is the thing. The Swifties are saying it's coming out, regardless if Taylor is here or not. <laughs> well, girl,
1: what the... Yeah, that's also... I'm like, it's almost like giving, like, part-time delusion a little bit. Because, like, <laughs> they're like... All these memes are like Taylor when she wakes up and realizes 1989... Uh, started without her ass i'm like girl, how the hell y'all gonna start the era without the queen of the damn era how that makes sense the swifties, the swifties are
0: starting the era they're starting it with or without her so
1: I also guess we'll lmfao at, at it being months of me finally realizing what something 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 tv means oh. girl. <laughs> By. Taylor's I version. i said what in, what in the brain teaser is this i literally been reading as tv for months now i said okay y'all every all right single, Swifties. no
0: every single time i read it i read it as tv and i'm like tv show and I, have to I, I like
1: didn't understand until literally maybe a week ago <laughs> too old for that ago, bitch maybe. it's
0: tv to me not taylor's version
1: yes uh. um
0: also i ha- i hit a million views on tiktok
1: <laughs> girl you better what you did
0: i did a like um funny tiktok to a bo burnham song and um it's got a million views now so
1: that's weird burnham Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he comedian
0: he is a comedian he started on um youtube actually
1: i feel like i was somewhere and i that's he had it was a while ago it wasn't recent and someone had put a special of his on girl mm-hmm. I don't think I was happy about the end of his special <laughs> I don't
0: really remember what good. he
1: said but I remember being like it was like me and someone else that was black in the room everybody else was white and we was only two people in the room not laughing we was looking at each other like bitch time ago he's um, like
0: he he does like music as part of his comedy yeah and it's like um very the lyrics are very like, you have to pay attention to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's dressing it up with humor, but it actually like has a deep, a deep real meaning. meaning to it. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna have to do some research I'm trying to figure out if I'm really if I'm thinking of the same person or not but I feel like I am
0: probably um
1: but I've been seeing a lot of people talking about this current whatever he has put out
0: yeah he recently released um a series it was called inside and he produced the whole thing himself so it was kind of cool to see him go back to how he originally began on YouTube with his camera editing on his own you know
1: because you better come on profit
0: he had to go back inside because of COVID and he had to you know do, mm-hmm. do it all over again.
1: Shit. Well, come on, Bo. Give Recommend us a moment.
0: Um, but I think we are to the end of this episode. Honestly, I don't want to like go, you guys. I feel like, like I said, it's been a minute. I had that little staycation. We we missed a week, not missed a week, but we missed a week talking and um I would just chat all night, but I just it's there's not enough time in the day.
1: Girl, the sands of the time. Girl, they running out, girl. We got to mm. flip the damn uh, clock over. What is that? Isn't that what it's called? The clock? Sand clock?
0: Let's flip that sand clock over, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's litha. It's summer. June 21st. It is summer. Here we go. Get out in the sun, y'all. Go celebrate the sun.
1: A sand timer. Mm. Sorry, I had to Google it. I love Sa- sand timers. A sand timer. Okay, sorry.
0: They're kind of fun to watch.
1: They are fun to watch. I like the nicely like uh, shaped ones.
0: Yeah. God. What who who is driving like that outside? Good god.
1: Good. They driving around like it's Harlem girl on the motorcycle bike, girl, Vroom vroom girl. Hard. On them Kawasaki's blazing girl. Vroom vroom <sighs> girl. Jesus. Well, you guys,
0: thank you for listening. Happy Pride
1: happy pride and stay beautiful inside and out
0: stay beautiful hydrated tweet us let us know what your favorite tv shows are and um we'll talk to you guys next week
1: all see you later our good judies bye, bye.